0: the topic of uh, our identity right everyone say identity right our identity in christ our, I- our identity as christians right and this teaching this topic of identity it's very it's really really important right because you knowing your identity how you see yourself will re- re- will really determine how you live your life right How we view ourselves, how you see yourself, will really determine how you live your life. Okay? And the thing is, with identity, um, we all have different identities, right? And we all have many different identities. For example, I am a man. Right? right. Thank you, right? (laughs) Right? Right? And, you know, Albert is a man, Emily is a woman, right? Man, woman. That's one identity. Another identity is I am a Korean, right? I am a Korean, right? And what's your name? Kishori. Kishori, you are a Malaysian, right? So her, her identity is a Malaysian. You know, I'm a, I'm a Korean. And Mika, you are a Tanzania, right? Tanzanian, right? And I, I actually really was wondering this, but... You know, Korean, you say Korean, Vietnam, you say Vietnamese, Malaysia, you say Ma- Malaysian, right? I have a question. Jeffrey, you're from Hong Kong, right? How do you say Hong Kong person? It's not, it's not like Hong Kong. Hong. Huh? Hong Kongian. Is that right? Is that? Oh, okay, that's how you said it, okay. I always wondered <laughs> Hong Kongian, right? But all of us, we have many different identities, okay? And some of us we have identities you guys are students right you are a student i am a director of this ministry of this group we have many different identities that form us and um i think that i want to share a really quick story okay a really quick story it's one of my favorite stories and how many of you guys know what a what a camel is a camel you know in the desert the the you know the camel right um so, the story goes like this. One day, a, a child camel, right, went to the mother camel and asked, Mother, why do, why do, uh, why do, why does our feet look so ugly? Right? Why does our feet look so ugly? And then the mother said, oh, no, they're not ugly. It's just um, when God created us, he made our feet like this, so that we need these feet so we can travel in the desert right right and then uh, and then the son i mean the the son uh camel <laughs> was like, "Oh, I see, I see right and then he asked mother why do why do, why does our eyelids look so ugly like it's so thick and so like it's so ugly, I don't like it and then the mother said. Oh no, God designed that because if we don't have the thick eyelids, then in the desert when the sandstorm comes, we cannot, we won't be able, we'll go blind. We need its thickness. And then he goes, Oh, I understand, I understand, right? And I said, Mom, one thing I really don't like about myself, it, what? Why do I have such big humps on my back, right? And then mother goes, Oh, those, those are so important for us because we need those bumps to store so much water so that in the desert we'll survive, right? And then, and then the child goes, Wow, this, I didn't know this about myself. I didn't know this. And then he said, Mother, I have one last question. One last question. And then he says, Mom, then why are we living in the zoo? <laughs> right? Why are we living in the zoo? Okay? And the mom could not answer. Right? <laughs> Sad, right? Why am I sharing this story? Is because, you know, um, many of us, we don't know ourselves. We don't know our identity and our purpose, actually. Why God made you and how God created you and why that's important. We don't know, right? And because if you do know your identity, you'll know why certain parts about you is so important and if you know yourself in those things that means you'll find more purpose in life because you'll live according to how you were made right right but some of us are in zoos right some of us are like in a zoo right where we don't we don't know ourselves like this like this uh, child camel right because they're not in the desert right and so one of my favorite uh uh, verses from the bible is actually um if you have a bible uh you can turn to psalm chapter 139 psalm 139 and if you if you if you don't have a bible it's okay i'll read it right <laughs> right psalm 139 if you could all turn there i'll give you some time Psalm, Psalm chapter one hundred and thirty nine. Okay, um, so I'm gonna read it. If you can pay attention uh, to these words, is the author? His name is David. He's uh, saying this to the to God. He's saying, um, "O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar." You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Verse 4. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Verse 7. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. In verse 13, verse 13, this is the main part I want us to focus on. Okay, verse 13. It says, God, for you, know, for you formed me, you formed me, my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, God, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Amen. All right. So if you can look up, let me just read that verse one more time, just that main part. Verse 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. Right? And so this verse is talking about this. When God created you and I, right, mm-hmm. he, he made you and I with a very big purpose, and he made you very, very uniquely. Everyone say uniquely. uniquely, right? What that means is, this is really cool, right? If you look at your fingerprints, right, there's no one in this world that has the same fingerprints as you. No one in this world that has the same fingerprints as you, right? If you think about it, that's like, that's amazing, from the beginning of time to the end no one will have the same fingerprints as you you are your only you i am my only me there no one can be jp no one can jp i don't know if anyone wants to be jp right right so it's saying this god when he creates he doesn't just have a factory where he makes the same thing again and again and again he makes every single person very different and very uniquely according to God's wisdom according to how God wants to make you so when God made Amy right the way that she has really just like amazing eyes right God 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 did that right when when he he made her in her in her mother's womb right everything about you has purpose every part of you you are made that way right you guys understand you guys with me Okay. Let me, let me, you know, I want to share something very important with you, and that's this. When you live your life, when people live their lives, you know, it's very, very tiring, and it's very, very stressful, and it's very exhausting when you live your life just comparing yourself to people. Everyone say comparison. You know, all of us do this. Why? You know, like why am I wearing this clothes? I I'm wearing this clothes cuz I was inspired by someone else to dress like this, right? Right? Why do I have this hairstyle? Right? Because I saw it on a I don't know, a celebrity or someone else. It looked good, so I wanted it, so I did it, right? Right? Why is Mika wearing a hat? That's nice and fashionable. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not saying all of it is bad, okay? I'm not calling you like a really bad person, Mika. right? <laughs> But I am saying this, um, whether you're even non-Christians, even if you're a Christian, we still compare ourselves to each other. Whether you go to church, whether you go to church, whether you don't go to church, we still compare ourselves to each other. And for those of you who are new to Korea, let me tell you some uh, news that maybe you have already heard. Korea is the number one nation of plastic surgery. Did you guys know that? I don't know if it, yeah, it's number one, right? If you travel around Korea, sooner or later, you'll see a poster of before and after, right? People say, I don't like these eyes, let me make them bigger. People I don't like this nose, let me, I don't know, right? (laughs) Korea is the number one place of plastic surgery, right? You know why people are doing this? Uh, okay, I'm not talking about the people that really, the medical condition, they need plastic surgery. Like Some people have a medical condition and they need it, right? But I'm talking about people that just do it because they want to look like someone else. Just do it because they don't appreciate themselves. Right? Korea is the number one nation who does that. Right? Why? Because they don't know their identity. They don't know that they are special. They don't love themselves because they're comparing themselves to what they see on YouTube or what they see in the media. You know, I went to um, Africa a couple years ago. I lived in West Africa, Africa in a country called Gambia for a year and a half, right? And I was sharing about plastic surgery to my African friends in Africa, right? You know, they're uh, they're like, "What is plastic surgery?" And they said, it's when you go to the doctors and you cut some of your skin so that you look differently, right? And I showed them some pictures, and they were like, why would anyone do that? Why why would anyone do that, right? But here in Korea, it's like normal, right? Like, why would you not do that? That's what people think here. But in other places in the world, it's kind of crazy to do plastic surgery, you know? because here in korea guess what guess what else is number 1 in the world number 1 or number 2 suicide suicide you know there's a lot of people that do plastic surgery do you know why i think some people do plastic surgery is because when they do it they do it because they want to be accepted by people they want to be popular they want acceptance they not they want recognition But some people, they do it, but still, they don't get that. They feel lonely still. They feel depression still. So they feel no purpose. Why? They don't know their identity in Christ. They don't know their original design. And so they commit suicide. That's one reason. There's many reasons why. Right? So I'm here to tell you that the way that you're made is very important. For you to know, right? What you think, what we think is ugly, God doesn't see as ugly, you know? You think God purposely made some people ugly and some people not? No, right? You know, ugly, that word ugly really depends on what country you're living in based on what the society says, right? Like I could be ugly in Korea, but some places I could could be like hot. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But for me, guess what? I don't care. I don't need people to accept me. I don't care what, what people think about me. I care what God thinks about me. And what God thinks about me, I just read here, he says I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And let me tell you, you too, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? Amen. You know, I read this book It's called Abba's Child, the Father's Child, Abba's Child, saying saying God is our Father, right? So Abba's Child, right? And this book, it talks about this, that when God made you and I, he knit you together, your original design. Yeah? Your original design. You're not a, okay, you are not a plan B. You are God's plan A. All right? You are not a plan B. You are God's plan A. God's original design, God's purpose for making you, right? But then this book was talking about, for example, I'm JP, right? But there are two JPs, right? The original design that God made, JP, and the other JP is the JP that I make. The JP that I form based on my insecurity, based on how I want others to see me, based on how my parents, I want to please them. Ooh, for some of us, that's strong. Based on how our society wants us. Society, the world says you should look this way and then you're pretty, right? Based on all these different things, there's two different Johns, right? We don't even know that we do this. But you know, the Bible, I love the Bible because, you know, I believe that this is truth. I believe that the Bible is truth. And I believe that you and I Look, the Bible says once you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, once you do follow Christ and you believe him with your heart, you know what happens? The Bible says that when that happens, you become a new creation. Everybody say, new creation. creation. The Bible says the old has gone and the new has come. Okay? And that's like talking about like a caterpillar. You know what a caterpillar is, right? Like, you know, caterpillar, right? What does a caterpillar turn into? A butterfly, you know? You know, when you accept Christ, you don't have to live that made-up John, that made-up JP. You can come back to your original design, what the Bible says about you. So let me ask you a question. When you look in the mirror, you see yourself, right? Jackson. When Jackson looks in the mirror, he sees a handsome man, right? <laughs> yeah, he say yeah, right? 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 When... And Rina looks in the mirror, she sees a beautiful woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? But let me ask you a question. The way that you would really see yourself, though, like what is your mirror? Is your mother and father your mirror? You know? You live for them, and you live under so much pressure. There's a poster going out we put out there that say You are not your GPA. Yeah? You are not your GPA your value and your worth your value and your worth it's not it's not based on your grades hallelujah right that's good that's good news right your grades do not determine your success god determines your success you know But so many people, they they try so hard. They try so hard. They have no peace. They take an exam. They're so stressed because if I fail this exam, my life is finished. Right? But for me, I don't worry about that stuff. Why? Because God is the author of my life. Because God cares for me. You know? He created me. And if he created you very detailed, then he has a very detailed purpose for your life also. Are you starting to understand how valuable you are? I don't know over your life how, you s- how you've been seeing yourself. And I don't know what kind of life experiences that you've been through. Maybe in schools you've been bullied. I don't know. Maybe you felt lonely. Maybe you've gone through a lot of family brokenness. Right? Many different life circumstances, it really shapes you. But I have to tell you something today, that there's good news and that this thing right here, the word of God right here, this word of God is my mirror. This word of God is your mirror, right? I believe that this is truth, right? And if people, I I, I believe with all my heart, if people actually believed the truth in this and what, what this truth says about you, and there's so much in here, there's so much in here that talks about who you are our identity there's so much in here and i believe that once people believe in this truth and who and who who the bible says you are i don't think suicide would take place i don't think people would start comparing themselves with people i don't think people would do plastic surgery i think pe- i don't think people will look to Sonia side or Big Bang or like all these celebrities As the standard I need to be like that No I think there's a better standard than And Big Bang And I, th- I think it's the word of God Right You guys with me That's good Albert Right Um, You know many people in college We're all co- college students right You guys are college students I'm not a college student right Many people in college are trying to figure out what to do with their life. Everyone say, do. And they're so worried. Like, what do I do with my life? What am I going to do? In college, I I better figure out what I'm going to do in my life. Right? But I would say that what's more important than figuring out what you're going to do, right, is figuring out who you are. Figuring out who you are. You know? Let me tell you, in college, don't just live aimlessly. Don't just go lo- with the culture. Don't just go with how everybody else is going, right? Especially in Korea. Especially in Korea. You, you got to be careful in Korea. Really. Okay? Amen? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I will close with this. is uh, I used to compare myself a lot. With people, even after becoming a Christian, uh, I used to compare myself to all my friends, right? Before I would say, "Oh, I wish, I wish I had a mother and father like them." Right? Oh, I wish, I wish I can study well like them. Like I would be the guy I study eight hours for an exam, and this other guy studies one hour for an exam, and that person will do better. Okay, I was that guy that like. Sucks at taking exams, right? So I would say, why can't I have a mind like him, you know? Why can't I have a body like him, (laughs) you know? Why do I have to have such thick eyebrows, you know? Why can't I have such thin eyebrows, you know? (laughs) I used to be very, very insecure. And it's so tiring in life. It's so burdensome to continually just compare yourself to people. And I became a Christian and I entered the church. And I thought everything was going to be okay. But no, it's difficult in church. Oh, why can't I sing like that person? Oh, why can't I pray like that person? Oh, why can't I preach like that person? Right? Why can't I, I just compare myself? And I close with this. I heard this one sermon. I heard this one guy was preaching. You know what he said? This guy, his name is Reinhard Bonnke, okay? He's a German guy. He was on stage, and he was preaching. He was sharing the word of God to about 20,000 people, right? And he speaks at many conferences like this. And after many conferences finishes, there's a line. There's a line. And all these people, they say to him, Reinhard Bunkey, can you pray for me? Can you, can you pray for me? Can you pray that I will get what you have, your anointing, your gifts, your talents? Can you pray for me? Can you give it to me? Every conference that happens, it's called anointing, right? Reinhard Bonnke, at this one conference, he said this. He said, everyone, I, want, I have something to say. Please do not come to me and ask for that prayer. And everyone was shh, quiet, right? And Reinhard Bonnke, he said this. You people, pretend I'm Reinhard Bonnke, okay? You people, you cannot handle my talents. You cannot handle my anointing. My anointing is too big for you. You will die. You cannot do it. You cannot handle it. And everyone in the crowd was like, what? So quiet. But you know what he said? He said, but I cannot handle your anointing. I cannot handle your talents. I cannot handle what God made for you. So he says, stop trying to take what God made for me. And figure out what God made for you. Because God is not a duplicator. He is a creator. God is not a duplicator. He is a creator. As we read, intricately designed each and every one of you. So there's no need to compare yourself with the person next to you. There's no need to live so pressured. But if you live according to the word of God here, you know, and really believe that you are special. And the God made you very purposefully. You are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. Can we just say that? And say, I am not a mistake. I am not a mistake. You know? Then all of life will begin to, you know, the way that you see life, the way that you carry yourself, your peace, your joy, it will completely begin to change. Amen? So what we're gonna hap- what's going to happen now, I mentioned that in this Bible, there's so much about you, right? And we're going to break off into groups now, and we're going to do a Bible study, and we're going to lead you into discovering deeper, like, who are you? Who am I? Right? What does the Bible say about who I am? Right? And so um, we're going to go deeper because, for me, you guys are so used to just sitting there and receiving, like like, just listening the whole time, even in class, right? But for me, I like to hear your voice. Right, Joanna? (laughs) I like to hear your voice. So we're going to break up in groups, and then we're going to talk about this.